Well, it was a tough one. The Islanders 7, the Leafs 2. Jim Taddy and Frankie Corrado with you. Frankie, see, that was an avalanche. I mean, as soon as they got to 3-2, they just, you know, the the next play that happens, and it's uh, seconds later, uh, disorganized, not really thinking right, and, and it just crashed from there. Well, that's what it was, and we saw a New York Islanders team that's fighting for their playoff lives, and it showed because they played a very desperate game, and quite honestly, they frustrated the Leafs all night long, whether it was on the forecheck, whether it was the defensive zone play, whether it was the play of Elias Sorokin, eventually this New York Islanders team found a way to chip away at the Leafs and eventually break them down and give themselves enough runway to win this game. Um, and they didn't make it easy on the Leafs. Like, there was nothing that came easy for the Leafs, but for the Islanders, they were able to capitalize on a few mistakes that the Leafs made, bury those mistakes, and then you see how the game kind of unraveled in the third period. It got to the point where the game was basically over and both teams were kind of out for a skate. New York got a few goals and made it 7-2, but this game was over long before then, early in the third period when the Islanders make this a 4-2 game. There's just no way the Leafs are getting back in that game when you see how hard um, they had to work to generate any kind of offensive pressure. Yeah, you know, you look at the game uh, event summary, giveaways, 19 for the Leafs, 8 for the Islanders. But, you know, a lot of those are forced. I mean, I'm not making alibis for 19 giveaways, but, I mean, the Islanders just took it to the Leafs. There's no other way to describe that. Well, that, that's what it was, right? And, and you know, you look at the, the one goal, the Timothy Lilligren giveaway. Okay, that's a bad giveaway, right? But that's one of them. And then there's, you know, David Camp with the miscue on the Zach Aston Reese attempted pass, and that ends up in the back of your net. And then, you know, Mitch Marner does a really good job, and the Leafs did a really good job early on in the third period, you know, to come out and get a goal and, and try and gain a little momentum. And then what do you do? Not even a minute later, um, you know, there's there's a miscue trying to force something, another giveaway. It's in the back of your net. And, you know, it was a constant theme for the Leafs where in this game, if they ever tried to force anything, tried to force the envelope on um, something offensively, something defensively, it, it, it cost them, quite frankly. And, um, you know, throughout the game, they had a harder time breaking the puck out as the Islanders established their forecheck and were able to gain posture over the Leafs. You could see how, you know, those lanes to the middle of the ice or even using the width of the ice kind of got clogged up. And it, it wasn't easy for the Leafs to get out of their zone. And, you know, they were more and more time in their own zone. And let's be honest, yeah. it wasn't Ilya Samsonov's best game by his stretch either um there you know there's a few goals that go in there where you're thinking okay i understand but if you can make a couple of those saves maybe it, it buys your team a little more time to get back into the game ultimately that wasn't the case it was one of those games where you know for as well as the leafs played for maybe i don't know half the game uh, around that then that's basically it for them yeah, that's a good way to describe it. 7-2, the Islanders win at home against the Toronto Maple Leafs. This is Leafs Game Night on TSN 1050 and the Leafs Radio Network. Leafs Game Night, 7-2 for the Islanders over the Leafs tonight. If you're thinking, say, I, I can't remember the last time this would have happened to the Leafs visiting the Islanders, well, you, for good reason, you have to go back to January 28, 1986 to find the last time the Leafs allowed seven goals while visiting the Islanders. And, of course, the Islanders then had a lot of Hall of Famers still in their lineup in the Leafs. Well, they didn't have any. So It wasn't a great era for the Leafs, was it? No, 
No, it wasn't. It was it was tough, but but that describes that night. I don't I don't know how you would describe tonight's other than you know the, I'm not going to say they took their foot off the gas. There were a lot of bad decisions, and this was like right through the roster. This isn't pick on two or three guys. This is everybody, isn't it? There's a number of players that didn't have great nights tonight for whatever reason. Um, you know, we don't want to call too many players out obviously Jimmy and, and, and if you go back and you watch you can see the mistakes that happen but um, you know missed assignments four on four guys not understanding who's their responsibility off the face off big giveaways um, you know like not being on the same page as far as what your responsibilities are on breakouts and to be honest with you early in the game it was the Islanders capitalize, capitalizing on just a couple mistakes really and you yeah. could say maybe it's unfortunate at the time, but those are those are smaller mistakes that in the grand scheme of things you don't want to be making as a team. Um, and then later in the game, it just gets out of hand. And, um, you know, not a game that the Leafs want to, I don't know, dwell on. But it's, it's weird, Jimmy. Do you think this is one of those ones where the Leafs say you burn it and you don't think about it anymore? Or is this one of those ones where you kind of have to face it head on? I think maybe, you know, there, there were other ones that you would uh, sort of burn, but I think this is the one where you have to say, hey, look, this just doesn't represent us. We we need to, to fight back. I, I mean, I know there's not much at stake, and they get a break tonight because Tampa lost in Montreal, but, but you know, there's a point there where you have to be responsible for your own behavior, and I think as a unit, they failed miserably tonight. And You know, you go back to the first period when Gustafson got robbed by Sorokin. Uh, that was, you know, in some strange sort of a way, I'm not going to tell you that was the TSN turn point but it seemed from that moment on the islanders felt uh, emboldened to to sort of go at the leafs and, and that's probably the start of of the four check that that was so successful tonight i mean we could talk about the giveaways but you have to give credit to the other side it's a lot of pressure forcing those. i mean there are some ridiculous mistakes but there's a lot of pressure there too it's amazing what can happen when you get a big save at the right time because at that time in the game the leafs were really pouring it on and we kind of made note throughout the first period that while the New York Islanders have this kind of conservative uh, packet near the house D-zone coverage, the Leafs did a nice job in the first period of making those cross-seam passes and finding ways to get the puck into the middle of the ice. And you're right, after that save, and especially in the second period, it was like, no, everything was to the outside. The only thing the Leafs could really get going offensively was get the puck up to the point, try and get a point shot, try and crash the net, similar to how the Islanders were able to do a lot throughout the game, and they had a lot of success doing it. Anders Lee had a, the high-tip goal, and he had another tip late in the game that you were thinking, okay, that can be in the back of the net as well. So it, it was easy to see what the what the game plan was for the Islanders, and they executed it really, really well. For most of the game, the Leafs didn't play a very bad defensive game. Like going into the second period, they had given up zero, zero odd man rushes. But that big mistake, that big gaffe at the wrong time ended up costing them. And um, that's something that we've seen a few players on this team be prone to doing in, in the past. And you just hope heading into the playoffs here, these players and, and Sheldon Keefe can find some continuity, A, with the lines and the roster and, and understand who you're going to play with and, and maybe start to build a little cohesion there. And then B, like, that's a big thing in the playoffs. There's certain areas of, of that, that can give you momentum and take momentum away from you. And sometimes you don't know when those are throughout the game. But tonight it was very evident when those were because they were big mistakes and they ended up in the back of the net. 
Well, just going to break, I'm going to say hopefully it leaves a mark and, of course, there's people to look in the mirror because there's, you know, 12 games left and, and you could debate the, uh, the relevancy of the 12 games left, but you don't want this to happen uh, again, certainly not in the regular season, and, and heck no, not in the playoffs. 7-2, the Islanders win over the Leafs. This is Leafs game night on TSN 1050 and the Leafs radio network. Leafs game night, Jim Taddy and Frank Corrado with you. Some clips are coming out of the dressing room, and Frankie C. Nylander says, I haven't been happy with my game. I am peed off about it. It happens. You just have to dig yourself out of it. I guess, you know, from a fan standpoint, you wonder why that happens. I, I You know, it's hard to understand it, but he's aware of it, and he'll have to fix it. It is hard to understand, and I think sometimes as players, you know you have a certain skill set and you hold yourself to a certain standard. Um, but there's just times you've heard players say it over the years you go through periods where you say, I just don't have it. And I think that's what Willie Nylander's going through. I know they it's a 7-2 game. We talked about all the mistakes. It's not a great night for them. I thought there was a few times tonight where you see a little urgency on Willie, trying to get the puck back, trying to make plays when he has the puck. And here's the thing. Here's how you know when you don't have it. When you're trying really, really hard and you're not getting anything accomplished and you're going back to the bench and you don't feel great about your shift and you're like, I'm just not able to get anything. And that's a team in the Islanders where it's not going to be easy to kind of get things to click for you, especially when you've been struggling. So I I can understand the feeling that Willie's going through, but at least when you see the urgency that he played with tonight and you hear the comments after the game, I have a feeling that's a player who takes this kind of thing to heart and wants to rectify it sooner rather than later. So I, I would imagine we see Willie kind of break out of this slump as we go on here. The player that I was a little more concerned with tonight, Jimmy, than than Nylander, was the captain, John Tavares. Um, The four-on-four goal, like we talked about, that's a missed assignment. That's something off a face-off, like you like to say, and our pal the O-Dog likes to say, that's non-negotiable. Everyone knows if you're a forward in that situation, you're taking the opposing team's defense, and your defense are taking the other team's forwards. And then there was one play that really stuck out to me as well, and this kind of spoke to the frustration level for the Leafs tonight. The Leafs had a shift where they had hemmed the Islanders in the zone. One of the Islanders' defensemen, I can't remember if it was Pellick, one of those guys lost his stick. And the Leafs' Justin Hall had taken the puck around the net. They had maintained possession for a long time. They didn't necessarily have anything to show for it. And then puck goes to Vars. He's at the point. He's covering up. And he takes a one-timer on net. There's no traffic in front of the net. And it completely kills the play. And it's like, wait a second. You just had an opportunity for with a guy with no stick, tired players on the ice, and it's just a frustrated shot on net with no traffic and Sorokin gobbles it up and it's like okay that's the you can see the frustration setting in after playing a team like the Islanders where yeah they were stifling how many times did you see the Leafs try and come through the neutral zone and there's four Islander players stacked across the blue line it wasn't an easy game for the Leafs and for a guy like Nylander that's not the game where you're just going to break out and have a big offensive performance although I feel like it is around the corner for him. Okay, about a minute left to do this. Uh, you know, you're talking about the Islander blue line. As I look at it, I mean, there's some a good offensive ability there, but there's also a good physical element. I mean, it, that's a tough blue line, isn't it? 
there is a good physical element, and I thought they, they played physical to a certain extent. It wasn't like they were running around. I know Romanov has a big hit on Bobby McMahon. He had the old hip check yeah. that sent the, the bench door open. But really what they are is they're long, lengthy, rangy guys who limit your time and space and close on you quickly. It's not like they're putting you into the fourth row, but they limit your time and space, and every time you feel like you want to spin off one of those guys, they have a way of just trying to pin you into the boards or, or get you impede your route long enough that that next layer of support is there and that's what the islanders did a really good job off every time you know Tavares or matthews or marner those guys had a little bit of extra space there was someone else in their grill i will say this for a 7-2 game and we can talk about how much the leafs maybe didn't play great tonight there were spurts throughout this game where I thought Austin Matthews was really good, really powerful. Uh, we see that explosive skating. So I, I feel like he's he's coming around the corner as well. Frankie, thanks very much. This is Leafs Game Night on TSN 1050 and the Leafs Radio Network.